welcome back to Unscripted. I'm your host, Lindsay Amering. This week, I was able to connect with Dr. Nabila Ishmael. A few years after receiving her PharmD, she decided to make a pivot and bet on herself. She started a brand, media company, and boutique travel agency called Dose of Travel while maintaining medical writing and marketing consulting using her pharmacy degree. She is known as a solo traveler and is now curating trips for groups to travel around the world. Her path is a unique one, and I'm so glad we had the chance to connect. Please enjoy Dr. Nabila Ishmael. Hi. Hey, good morning. Morning. How are you? Well, I guess I guess morning for me, I guess evening for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? You're, I'm doing well. Um, well, you you probably, as of my day is just getting started, you probably have already had a full day. Yeah, I have. It's about, it's five o'clock here. I am in Kenya on an island called Lamu. So yeah, I've already had most of my day, which has been really nice and relaxing. Oh, that's great. Well, I'm definitely excited to talk with you and all that you've got going on and kind of the the pivot that you've made into yeah. to that the travel space and all that. So I'm um, excited to just talk with you about all the things that, that you've got going on. So you became a pharmacist and then shortly after that have made your, your pivot into being, I would say, an entrepreneur and being in the, the travel industry. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I was a pharmacist for short while. And then I actually pivoted into tech doing marketing for two years for a company. And then like about eight months ago, I left to kind of travel and take a bet on myself, but I wasn't really thinking I would go down entrepreneurship, but it kind of just happened. Yeah. <laughs> Funny how those things work out. Totally. What, what made you go from, you know, you graduate pharmacy school and then you go into the tech space? Yeah, a valid question. I would say from the very beginning, even like before I started pharmacy school, I was always kind of aware that I wanted more like of a different path as a pharmacist. I never really knew what that would look like. I just recall saying to everyone in my class and like my professors and whatnot, I wanted to use my pharmacy degree and I wanted to be in healthcare, but I wanted something creative. Like that was like the extent of what I knew. <laughs> and yeah. It was pretty vague, <laughs> but I didn't let it go. And so after graduation, I kind of took a job in retail and moved from New York to LA because I thought of Los Angeles as like a city with more opportunities and more creative and also had a big tech scene or California rather did. And so I always kind of thought I would be doing something different. And I had already been trying social media and had like a following, had a blog that I no longer have. And so I kind of just landed at the company I did that really just took both of my interests, pharmacy and marketing and put it into one. So I would say that I've always wanted to. I just didn't know I would end up in tech or at the company that I would or where I am now. You're in the tech space and then you decided to sort of go on your own and uh, you created on social media, a dose of travel, which I love. I I'm also a travel enthusiast as well. And so uh, interested in how, how did you get into that sort of travel space? And then what made you decide 
this is the right time and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and pursue it. Yeah. So dose of travel I've actually had for, I don't know how many years it's definitely carried throughout pharmacy school, but it was obviously not really a business and just like a place where I stored travel photos. So I've been traveling mm-hmm. for 10 years, um, mainly solo and have been talking about it. I think it just started to become a bigger thing in my life, at least talking about it during COVID, mainly because none of us could travel and it was the longest I had gone without traveling. And I guess deciding on when to make that pivot. So obviously we're still going through the pandemic now, but things are kind of reserved. And so once that started to happen, I kind of got the travel itch and was like, okay, I'm ready to go travel for a little bit longer. And with like a job and whatnot, that was kind of difficult. Um, I had actually had a viral TikTok um, where I had talked about seeing more people of color traveling. It was like on some trending topic, I think. And I don't know, I, I switched over to travel and for whatever reason it went viral. And basically people were like, we want to travel. Like we would, yeah, like if you'd plan a trip, we'd be in. And so I planned a trip for June of 2022 And then I was going to be going to Bali with a bunch of strangers who followed me on the internet. And (laughs) as as that like rolled around, I just couldn't let go of the idea of like, okay, I'm going to go to Indonesia like for a week. And I just couldn't get over the fact that I'd have to come back and like come back to New York. And so I found an old journal of mine that reminded me that I had told myself that after three years of working as like a professional, I would take a year off um, to go travel because I would have enough um, money saved for budgeted. And then I would also not be so new in my career. Like I'd have three years under my belt. Then I found that journal and I couldn't let go of it because I was about to hit my three-year mark. And those two things just happened together. It was like the Bali trip. I would be in Bali for my birthday when it would mark that time. And then I had decided that I would, yeah, take a break. So yeah, that's pretty much how that happened. I don't think, like I said, I was planning on really going full time with like the content creation. I was just really trying to fulfill a dream of mine that I had. And sometimes the the timing does work out and and all the pieces kind of come together, which sounds like it it happened that could sort of happened for you. Yeah. With the, really with the trips, now you you have planned a bunch of trips for 2023, kind of the same types of, of trip that you're talking about that you did last year. How are those trips all booked? Um do you have you know open spaces? What what does your upcoming year look like for those types of trips? Yeah, it's actually really funny that this is like the day that we're recording because um, those trips I had planned, I have three going. So I have one to Madeira, Portugal um, in May, Greece in May, and then I have Lebanon that's kind of on a wait list. um, And then the pricing and everything will launch. And that's in September. And up until yesterday, yeah, yesterday, um, they were mostly full, but not sold out. And I had yet another TikTok that I did not expect to go viral, go extremely viral where my website crashed. And so now oh, all wow. of them sold out. That's <laughs> um, awesome. Yeah. So that was really bizarre and unexpected because I am now kind of like on a vacation from my vacation, if you will, on this island where there's no limited internet. Um, and I wasn't really planning on working. And now my inbox is flooded. My website, I have to go about these. 
people I have to get back to. And so, yeah, I'd say those three are pretty much sold out and I will be planning more. That's awesome. Congratulations on that. And I think power of social media that, you know, getting something to that goes viral when you probably don't expect it. Um, I I think that's just the, the age that we live in. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because I swear it's always the one that I put no effort into. And I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have posted that because I don't have makeup on. My hair looks all crazy and I'm just sitting in my bed and this has really no like high quality. But it's always those ones that take like five minutes to produce. And then you're like, shoot, it's too late to take this down. I almost feel like people like the the non-curated content. Uh, you know, they really enjoy like this being yourself and not having your hair all done up, all that type of thing. Um, I'm not surprised that those are the ones that go viral, but it it does make you think on the ones that you do spend a lot of time on. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I'm surprised, but not surprised. But like, sometimes I'm like, why did I bother putting in so much effort in the other ones? Like, it's always just interesting how you see whichever one takes takes off for whatever reason. Maybe it's the algorithm. Maybe it's where you're located. It's just always interesting. No, it is. I want to talk a little bit about finances just in general, because I do think, you know, a lot of pharmacists get into their role and you've got maybe student loans to pay off or you know, you're trying to get yourself settled and you can make pretty good money coming right out of school. And so I think it is once you get ingrained into the work, into the lifestyle, that then you become used to that. And then it makes it a little bit harder to pivot. And so for you, was it kind of the combination of being out for a few years, having saved up, but not being maybe entrenched? that allowed you to be able from a a financial standpoint to say, this is a good time to do this? Yeah, exactly. I'd say that I've always valued travel and experiences. And so I've inherently, after like traveling for 10 years, have kind of figured out how to best save and cut corners to make travel happen. And so I'd say that's one part is like, I always anticipate my like want and desire for travel. So I'll save in any way that I can. And I typically will like, slow down my shopping and like going out to eat and stuff, especially living in like cities like New York city and LA, I figured out what I needed to cut out to kind of be able to afford to travel before I even quit. And so I had that kind of secured. And then exactly, I had been working for three years and then I've also monetized my social media. And I don't think this is like maybe abundantly clear, but I also freelance write and consult still. So I'm still working on the pharmacy healthcare side of things because a, I studied so long to like go get that degree and still really interested yeah. in it. Didn't want to let go of it cold turkey, but I kind of just found a way to integrate it into my lifestyle where it was like a good balance. So I'm still working. Um, and then obviously these ventures also um, supplement my income. And so on the, the consulting, is it kind of like the medical writing piece of it? So I do that, like more like health content writing, but I also, given my background in marketing, I'll also just consult with um, tech companies for like their marketing needs, whether it's project-based or like long-term. Like you said, it's a creative way. And that's kind of what you wanted to to do of integrating your degree in with your day-to-day life. 
Exactly. Yeah, I feel like I've really struck a balance now between the two things and can still leverage my knowledge and degree in just a way that fits me and my skill set. And so it's it's been a fun pivot, definitely new and kind of forging your own way because there's not really um, a specific career path, I guess, to this. It's just kind of, I don't know, happens by way, I guess, of me putting out what I really wanted, which long ago I just said I wanted to to use my degree and do something creative. That's wonderful. And so you're in, in Kenya right now. Where else do you have planned? You mentioned a couple other areas for the group trips, but do you have other solo trips planned? Yeah, so I'll finish out Kenya. I'll be here for two more weeks. And then I'm actually headed to Pakistan, which I am very excited to go to because it is where my family is from and my grandparents live there. So it's been a long while since I've seen them. So I'll be spending some time with my grandparents and kind of exploring the countries my parents grew up in. And are, are you get to kind of be there for an extended stay? Yeah, I'm hoping to stay there for two months, one month with family and one month like exploring the rest of the country that I've never seen before. Well, we'll see how that goes. I feel like I tend to max out around one month in one spot, but that's that's the plan. Oh, that'll be great. And I think getting to getting to see family for an extended time will, will be wonderful as well. For sure. I'm so excited. The trips that you've planned, they're also... Uh, focus for people of color. And is that the individuals that you've seen be able to come on the trips? Yeah. So like I said, it was really strange how it all unfolded, but it was just a TikTok trend where I had adopted it, I guess, to be similar to my niche. And I was just curious because I didn't see people who looked like me who traveled. And so that's kind of how that all started. And now it has stuck, Um, but I'm not, it's not only exclusive to people of color and it's not exclusive to women either, which I feel like I talk a lot about seeing women of color traveling mainly because those are the two things that I can relate to and that um, falls into my identity. But yeah, for the most part, everyone has been a person of color, mainly specifically South Asian, um, whether South Asian American or from like Europe or Australia. It's been kind of globally, but it has mainly been, um, yeah, falling into that niche, which is really awesome because it's been a lot of their, a lot of the people on my trip, it's their first time. They've never done anything like this before. And um, a lot of like ways they were able to come on this trip was because it was also targeted. And so, I don't know, family, parents felt safer with that or knowing that. Um, So it's just cultivated a really strong community, which is really nice to see. Now it's fantastic. And I, I think, you know, being able to have representation and, you know, the places and, and things that you want to do is, is so important. And I think what you've created in that, I, I think I could definitely see that individuals feeling safer and feeling like this is a space that's created for me. And I think it's great that people have done some of their first trips with you. Yeah. Thank you. It's, 
it's definitely really special. Um, them putting a lot of trust in me and wanting to travel with me in the way I do it. It's also a lot of pressure for that same reason, I guess, <laughs> because true. at the end of the day, they don't really know me and I don't know them and what they like and what is in their comfort zone. But I think everyone has enjoyed their trip and come out of it doing something new and exciting and leaving with like a group of friends as well. So it's been fun, but there's definitely some challenges to it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure you'll have a lot of great stories at some point of things that went really well and maybe things that didn't go so well. Oh, totally. Yeah. I'm always taking an inventory of like, how can I improve this or what do I need to do? Um, but I think that's also like the pharmacist side of me where it's like, I need everything to be perfect, attention to detail. So I think that side of me definitely helps, but there's also never like a stop. Like I'm always trying to improve. Well, I think you've created a, a wonderful space for yourself as well as for, for others to be able to travel and explore. And um, I know in my own travels, it takes a lot of time and effort to plan out everything. And, and I'm just doing it, you know, for a couple of people, certainly not a group of individuals, which I, I would imagine I'd have to use all of that pharmacist organizing skills to to pull it off yeah definitely where's one of the your favorite places that you've been to I'm curious I would say probably the Maldives is one of my favorite okay that's really nice that's definitely on the list for me yeah it was a part of our uh, my husband and I's um, honeymoon we went there Uh, amazing figured you know the honeymoon is a time where you know you can get the time off work and you know no one sort of gives you grief for if you take too long that type of thing (laughs) and yeah exactly uh, and and I feel like just getting there it was is half the battle in terms of the amount of time that it takes to and from so it was it was wonderful definitely relaxing and um, hopefully at some point I'll be able to go back Okay. Amazing. So it sounds like it lived up to the hype. It did. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay, I'm glad. Okay. That's definitely on my list. Well, thank you so much. And um, I hope you have a a great evening there and certainly enjoy the rest of your time in Kenya. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. It was fun talking to you. Yeah, you as well. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Unscripted Podcast. If you love it, please subscribe, rate, and review anywhere you listen to podcasts.